You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. One of the topics that come up all the time is trying to talk about collagen and collagen formation. How many of you have started taking collagen supplements orally or putting it on your skin? How many of you are mixing it with your coffee? I've seen that at a couple of coffee shops where you could get an extra additional scoop of collagen to be placed inside your coffee. Are these things helpful? Do they work? And at the end of the day, what are you really trying to get out of building new collagen? Well, here are some of the answers to those questions that I'm just throwing out to you. First of all, as we age, our body's production of collagen starts to diminish. It just isn't as robust. It isn't as, um, I guess, youthful as it once was, where we were able to just bang out collagen cells and collagen in our tissues all the time. So what we've tried to figure out through the scientific method is what types of things could you ingest? What types of things could you eat? What kinds of things could you place on your skin? What kinds of things could you do to enhance your ability to form collagen? And let's be honest, Everybody kind of has an idea of what collagen is, but at the end of the day, that's the stuff that makes your skin, your tissues, your, your, your whole way of looking become much more of a youthful appearance. So the stronger, the thicker, the better quality of the collagen, the smoother your skin looks, the thicker your skin feels, all of those things kind of add up to making you look as youthful as you possibly could. Now, we know that there are certain fruits and vegetables. There are certain things that you could do all the time in your diet. And even if you're not taking it in your diet, you could take it with supplements that will target your ability, your body's ability to form collagen. And we all know about different fruits and vegetables and different types of um, uh, uh, of products that are sold at health food stores and other places that we know will stimulate your body's collagen production. So simple things like vitamin C and in all different forms and things like that will definitely work to do that. But here's the interesting fact that I know I get into with all of you when you come into the office. And that's the idea of scar formation and collagen. Is there a difference? And the honest to goodness truth is when we do certain procedures, we're purposely asking your body to form scar tissue, which 
in a lot of ways is another way of saying building up collagen in a certain location in order for you to see a result that you were going for. So let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. For instance, if you're coming into the office because you have acne scars, if you have um, wrinkled skin, if you have scar formation from an unwanted type of an accident or an injury, and the way that scar tissue developed may be very unsightly and may be something that really, really bothers you. So for instance, someone that's really at a younger age went through a lot of scarring acne. They're left with a lot of undulations on their skin. And when the light hits that skin, it forms all different kinds of light, shadow, and that contour irregularity is really what everybody gets bothered by. So one of the things that we've been doing here at Davis Cosmetic Plastic Surgery for many, many years is to address how we can resurface that scarred area with either chemicals, and therefore it would be something like a chemical peel, or lasers of all different types that would purposely injure the skin and burn the skin in a controlled fashion so that when that skin begins to heal, it'll heal in a smoother, less undulated fashion. So think about this. What we're actually trying to do is create more scar tissue, but in a controlled fashion so that when you heal, the scarring that we're doing purposefully, the burning of the skin, let's say, with the laser, purposefully is done in such a way that we're actually asking the skin and asking your body to heal it with new collagen or new scar tissue, but this time around, we're going to control it so that it's healed in a smooth fashion. And the reason why I really wanted to bring all of this to the forefront is because so many of you have come to see me recently with some scars that you've developed over the years. It could have been from an abdominal surgery that you had when you were younger that was like an emergency. It could have been from a C-section scar. It could have been from some other sort of an injury that you had. And the body miraculously did heal that wound or it did heal that surgery. But when it healed, it healed in a fashion that was potentially not the most beautiful. It may have healed with a dent. It may have healed where a portion of the scar is riding over another portion. So it just looks lumpy and it just doesn't look good. Well, the good news is that we know that your body was healthy enough to actually close and heal a wound or, you know, a surgery that you had. And now it's time for plastic surgeons to get involved 
to try to make that scar more amenable and more beautiful and more something that would be accepting to you. So let's run through some of these common scars that we see as plastic surgeons all the time. And let me talk to you a little bit about how we go about fixing them. So one of the most common, I'm sure you've, if you don't have one, you must have a friend that has one or a family member, is a C-section scar. Now, many times the C-section scar is almost imperceivable. It's in a very low location in that suprapubic area, and it can heal with a very, very fine, thin line. If that's the case, God bless you. It's terrific, and that's that's exactly how we would all hope that all scars would heal. But sometimes, depending on a lot of different factors, that scar is not as smooth as possible. The scar may be a little higher than you wanted it to be, so it isn't as hidden with some of your bikinis or some of your underwear. And sometimes it may have just pigmented in an odd fashion because we know that pigment many, many, many times is controlled by a hormonal type of thing. So if you're going through childbirth, if you're going through other types of things, hormonally mediated hyperpigmentation is something that, again, as plastic surgeons, and I'm sure if you're going to see a dermatologist, they see this all the time. So as it healed, it may not have healed as smoothly or as pigment-free, if you will, as you would like it to. So again, one of the common things that we would do as a plastic surgeon is to address that. Can that scar just be completely removed and start fresh so that you now have a brand new scar in that location, most likely in a lower position. And because we're going to do it in a very controlled fashion, we're going to be able to pick an opportune time to do it when you're at a good weight, when if there is extra skin around it, we could even do something like a mini tummy tuck so that we're not only taking away that scar, from the C-section, but now we can incorporate some of the extra skin laxity that may have developed over multiple pregnancies. So that's one way of doing it. And again, usually that involves something like cutting out the old scar and then either just taking care of it that way or taking care of some of the extra skin. But what if the scar tissue that we're talking about, aside from it being obvious on the skin surface is actually running under the skin. How many of you have had a surgery or some sort of procedure where underneath the skin, there's scar tissue? So that when you look down at your abdomen or you look down at your chest or something like that, it just doesn't seem flat. It just seems that there's a rocky road. And when you feel over top of it, it's not so much the skin surface itself, but it's underneath the skin surface that you feel this ropey kind of scar tissue. Again, this is something that plastic surgeons get involved with all the time. So just the other day, we had a patient that presented to the office that had a surgery, again, more for um, 
health reasons than anything else, but they had um, their gallbladder removed and um, the scar tissue that built up underneath the skin made things very undulated and hard. So in conjunction, and this was something that may have happened, I think it was six, seven years ago, but they were here to see me about doing some liposuctioning of their abdomen and love handle region. And when I palpated or felt their abdomen and I saw the scar from the uh, cholecystectomy or the removal of the gallbladder, I said to them, you know what, when we take it to the operating room, this area will be a little bit more complicated to make smooth because it's not just like we're going to go in there and just liposuction fat away. What we have to do in this case is break through some of the scarred tissue that's there. And some of the scar tissue is also surrounding some of the fat that we need to get to in order to give that six pack look to your abdomen and to your love handle area. So that's when, when we take people to the operating room, we've been using something called the VASER, which is a remarkable tool that is an ultrasonic assisted liposuctioning device. But the beauty of it is it allows emulsification, if you will, of the fat. And at the same time, it melts some of the scar tissue that could be holding things in such a tight fashion. And I have to tell you, I use it almost all the time in my liposuctions because it creates such great contours of the body and the heated energy that's being created by this vaser also helps shrink the dermis of the skin that's above where I'm liposuctioning. So it literally is creating almost like a hermetically sealed environment around this contouring that I'm doing of the abdomen, love handle, hips, etc. So again, it's a way of trying to utilize your body's ability and understanding how to utilize your body's ability to actually produce collagen and to scar in an appropriate fashion that we can end up getting such amazing contour results in liposuctioning, in resurfacing the skin from acne scars or wrinkled skin. And that's really the concept in many ways about going to see your plastic surgeon is that plastic surgeons have really been trained in wound care and in understanding how to impact how wounds heal and how to take advantage of that so that it works in your favor. And I think that hopefully sheds some light upon why we really want college information. But when we can, as plastic surgeons, we try to direct the way your body is ultimately going to lay down that collagen or that scar tissue. Because think of it this way, you have probably seen um, on TV or read about people that may have been burned in a fire or have had some sort of an explosive device happen to their hand or somewhere on their body. And 
after they've gone through some surgeries, they're always given compression garments. They may be given a glove to wear if they burnt their hand. And some of these occupational therapies do involve trying to get the body to form this collagen or the scar tissue in the smoothest fashion possible. And that's where we try to use this concept all the time. When you have an abdominoplasty with me or a breast augmentation or anything, you know, I love using these Steri-Strips, these little type of strips that go over top of the incision so that I'm even adding an additional layer of compression while your body is going through the motions of healing itself. We're trying to direct in a nice linear way how your body's going to form scar tissue. If you've had cool sculpting, if you've had liposuctioning, a tummy tuck, anything like that with me or a plastic surgeon, I'm guaranteeing you that most of the plastic surgeons will put you in some sort of a garment or some sort of a girdle so that we're actually trying to help your body form the scar tissue or the collagen in such a way that it's literally being directed the way we want it to form. Instead of just leaving it as a haphazard thing, we're saying, okay, we want you to wear this abdominal binder. We want you to wear these spanks because as your skin is healing on the new base, let's say that we've created after doing liposuctioning, your skin was resting on a whole bunch of fat before. Well, now that that fat's been sculpted away, we want to make that skin glue itself down. And the glue, again, like a collagen concept, we're trying to get your body to form that scar tissue or that collagen or that glue that's holding that skin in the new location that we've created. And that's why we're so crazy about using neck garments after a facelift or abdominal binders after a tummy tuck or spanks after doing a whole body reshaping with liposuctioning. So again, these concepts about collagen formation and scar tissue is really, really interesting because so much of it is just a physiologic thing. And we as plastic surgeons are trying to direct it to be our friend and help us as opposed to having it develop in such a way that we go, oh my God, this is a, you know, a bad scar. We're trying to use your body's ability to form things in the proper, nice healing fashion. You've been listening to the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.